Welcome to Boss Babies and Bottles, also known as B3, hosted by me, Jessica with a Y, where we talk about how to successfully run a business and capitalize on your strengths while joining motherhood, in my case, twin motherhood, and throwing some crazy shebangs along the way. So pop that bubbly or grab that glass of wine and get ready to unwind. Hello, hello, my B3 babes. I am super excited about today's episode. I'm talking about my 20s, my little babies. Um, And it is a very rainy and crazy day here. And all I want to do is sleep. I think we all have those days, right? I'm not the only one. (laughs) But I am also very excited to talk about my babies. um, Because I feel like... Every, everything at least I do in life is like go big or go home. And having two kids at once was absolutely no different. I feel like I've always been the extra one in the group. And, you know, I've, I've heard many friends and family around me always tell me why must I be so extra, including my husband. But you know what? It's just who I am. I have to go, I feel like, above and beyond for everything. And I'm not sure why. It's a problem. I've just realized it is a problem. But anyways, here we are. (laughs) I am um, just super excited to finally get to meet them. And for some of you, you might know this story, and for others, you might not. Um, But I have just recently decided, well, not too recent, but recent enough, that um, I will not be asking God for anything. Not in a bad way. (laughs) I love him. But um, I prayed for patience. I got my husband. I prayed for one kid. I got two. So needless to say, God and my angels have a funny sense of humor. And so, you know, here we are, two kids, getting ready for these uh, double this double whammy that I've uh, hit, and, you know, I always call them, I always say make mine a double, if you know me, you know it's because typically, obviously not now pregnant, but typically, um, I'm all for strong drinks, but uh, this is a different way to go about it, I think, so make mine a double is the theme in my head with my children, Um, and so, you know, me and my husband, like, we talked about it, like, we love to travel, we love to go out, we love to have fun, we love to dance, we're like, we're always in the middle of everything, I feel like, and so when we got married, because we're seven years apart, and my husband's older, even though he refuses to admit that, he doesn't look older either, which I really wish he did, <laughs> so he can stop saying that I'm older, even though I don't look older either, we look sadly, the same age almost. But anyways, he is seven years older than I am. And uh, when we got married, or even before, when we were talking about when we wanted to start our family, we always talked about at least waiting a year, you know, like waiting just a year and it would be great, you know, so at least we can have some time to ourselves during our marriage. And again, guys, if I'm losing my breath, it is because these kids, they love to sit on my lungs. And my baby A, which is my girl, was actually playing with my stomach earlier, which was really disturbing. I didn't know she could do that. So, yeah, yeah, you probably didn't know either. Yeah, I I definitely did not. So she caused me some major pains there, but we are okay now. Just out of breath. Very normal. Can't walk outside without um, losing my breath these days. So <laughs> we talked about waiting a year um, to start our family. And the year came, and we both looked at each other, and we're like, 
are we ready though? Like, <laughs> and on top of all that, we had this amazing trip that we were planning, partly because I had a wedding, a destination wedding in Greece, and we decided that we were going to extend that trip um, and go to Switzerland, Turkey, Croatia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, and Kotar at the same time. So we did this crazy two-week adventure out there. And so we were like, maybe we should wait a little bit longer. I don't think, I didn't really think I wanted to do that trip. Even, even first trimester, not really showing pregnant. So we decided to put it on hold again. <laughs> um, but I was getting comfortable with the idea of having one kid. I was like, I think I can handle one kid, you know, like I think I could do this. My job is flexible. That was the whole point of me starting EBJ to begin with, you know, and so um, I probably made the mistake of saying that out loud, of saying I felt like I could handle one kid. I should not have tested my, my uh, God or my angels. And um, I, again, got blessed with two, as you guys know. <laughs> so when the time came that we were like, okay, we're going to start trying because we probably shouldn't wait anymore. And I remember me and my husband looked at each other and we're like, yeah, we'll start trying. We'll see what happens if we're not, you know, this was, I want to say like August, September, 2019. Yes. Um, and we looked at each other and we're like, yeah, I guess we'll start trying. Um, and we looked at each other and we're like, yeah, if we're not, he looked at me, I remember actually now, he looked at me and he goes, if we're not pregnant by the new year, then, you know, like we'll really start calculating and figuring it out. And I was like, yeah, you know what? We'll do that. We'll take it like really calm. And with my business, you, I mean, my business, it would have been great to have had my babies during the summertime because that is our down season or our slow season, better said. But, I mean, who who can plan their pregnancy with that, you know? Like, that's really, really, really hard. So I decided I wasn't even going to think about that. So August, September, we say that. And, guys, we got pregnant right away. First, first month. I mean, it was, like, crazy. I don't even know how that happens. So naturally, <laughs> we were. I was excited. Um, I didn't actually think I was pregnant. I'm not going to lie. That morning, I woke up. Um, and I was like, I was feeling a little weird. I went over to my trainer and he actually looked at me and I told him I was feeling weird. And he's like, you're probably pregnant. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't know. Like you're a guy. First of all, you shouldn't even be saying those things. Mind you, he's a father. He has a wife, the whole thing. But, <laughs> um, but he was like, you're probably pregnant. You should probably take a test. And I was like, no, I'm here to work out. Let's work out hard. We're getting this body ready, baby. <laughs> he's like, okay whatever, don't say I didn't tell you so. That night, I was still feeling kind of funky, and my best friend, Karina, she was like, you should just take the test, and I was like, ah, but if I take the test, it makes it real, <laughs> so I take this test upstairs while my husband is downstairs <laughs> secretly, and I don't know if you've ever taken one of those before. God, I hope you haven't, <laughs> but if you have and you've waited for those results, it is a grueling three minutes that you have to wait for that, those results to be in. Um, it's grueling, grueling three minutes. So my best friend Karina is trying to distract me as I wait for these results in the bathroom, and all of a sudden I see it. It pops up on the little screen because I got one of those that just told you pregnant or not pregnant. I don't want to be thinking about the little lines things because, you know, like those lines, like uh, then you look at it twice and you look at it again and you look, I don't know, whatever, pregnant, not pregnant, kept it simple. 
uh, Clear Blue. <laughs> if this was an advertisement for Clear Blue, there you go. Um, I think that's what I used. And so I really just couldn't believe it. It said pregnant, and I, I think I'm pretty sure I was in shock. And Karina was like, dude, you're pregnant. I was like, I am. Oh, my God. I'm pregnant. And, like, I let it sink in, and I'm pretty sure I was freaking out. But I had to be quiet because my husband was right downstairs, right? And David, I didn't want to tell him like that. I didn't want him to hear me freaking out. So, like, I have a few moments of freak out with her on the phone. And, he's, and she's like, are you going to tell him? Are you going to wait? And I was like, I have to tell him. I can't go to sleep with this without that. That's too big for me. You know, like, I was just, I'm not like that. And so I just really couldn't believe it. So I had um, this cute little onesie that, <laughs> that I had bought that said Future Baller on it because my husband is a huge soccer fan. And so I had a soccer ball that said Future Baller on it. And I had hid it in my closet back from like, I mean, I would say I probably had that in there for a year, guys. I'm not even going to lie. Because when we had talked about trying to get pregnant a year after marriage, I had seen it on like Etsy or something. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. I'll buy it and hold it so that I can tell him when the time comes. <laughs> Granted, I didn't think it would be a year later that I would be using it. So I have it. I get it. I call him up to the room. He's downstairs again. And I'm like, come up here, yelling at him. Because, you know, if you know anything about marriage, you know that you're basically just yelling at each other from different sides of the house. That's all I ever did in that house. And now we live in a one-story house. It's very different. But in that house, I would yell at him uh, from upstairs. And he was, like, all grouchy, coming up the steps. And he gets into the room. He's like, what? What happened? And I was like, no, I want to show you something. And he's like, what? And I show him this little onesie. I said, look what I got. And he's like... For what? And I was like, for the baby. And he's like, what baby? And I was like, our baby? <laughs> and guys, when I tell you the shock on his face, because <laughs> again, this happened really quickly. <laughs> I don't think either of us expected it to happen that quickly. Uh, but we were super excited that night. And I was one of those people and that I had told myself, I was like, I'm not going to look at anything, baby, until I'm pregnant. And I will tell you that that night I was overwhelmed with how much information was out there for pregnant people, okay? Overwhelmed. And so <laughs> I'm there doing my quote-unquote nesting by like figuring out what's the best app, baby app to get and like what should I be doing, when should I go to the doctor, like all these different kinds of things. And my husband, if you know anything about David, his nesting was looking for bigger houses, <laughs> real estate. That was his thing, like figuring it out and like, how are we going to do this? And I, I remember looking at him being like, honey, we don't need a bigger house. It's just one kid. We have a townhouse, three bedrooms, two baths. Like, this is perfectly enough space. And he was like, yeah, maybe you're right, but I'm going to keep looking anyways. I'm glad he did because as we all know, the ending to that story, we have two now. But um, that's what happened the night that we found out. It was crazy. It was uh, October 8th, I want to say, now that I remember everything correctly. Um, and so I had read to not go to the doctor right away. But of course, as a very anxious first mother, I went to the doctor right away anyways. <laughs> Partly also because I wanted um, David to meet the OBGYN. He had not met the doctor that I had decided to pick as our OB. 
And so we go right away, and he answers all of our questions. He was great. His name is Dr. Dmitry Lopez Linikov. He is Cuban, Russian. It is cool to hear him speak Russian, but he has a heavy Cuban accent as well, but he speaks perfect English. It is the weirdest thing. He looks Russian, though, guys. He looks Russian. Um, but speaks perfect Spanish and English and, of course, Russian. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, he is awesome. He's just, like, super um, comfortable with answering all of our questions. And David always has a million questions. So, And he was like, well, I can't really do anything now, though. So you have to come back at eight weeks. I think we were, like, at five weeks at the time. So we had to come back at eight weeks for the eight-week scan, which is the first one that you do. And um, this is the one that actually goes inside of you, ladies. This is not a belly one. This one actually goes inside, so it's it, it's a little painful. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little uncomfortable. Um, so we uh, are super excited. We try not to tell too many people because you know they always tell you you never really know what could happen. It's a little early, so I think we only said it to no, I think we only said it to our yeah to my in law to our parents each of us separately our parents. Um, just a few people, like our little tight circle. Um, and we go back for this eight-week scan, and my husband's mom, my mother-in-law, Linda, wants to come with us. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. We're going to get to see the baby for the first time. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie, I was very nervous. Like, first-time mom, you don't feel the baby. You don't feel pregnant. Um, so it's a little scary. Like, you're like, are you still in there? You know, you like, I would tap my belly and be like, hey... <laughs> Are you there? But I also, I feel like, yes, two or three days before we go to the doctor, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and looking at David and saying, I have a bump. He's like, yeah, you actually do. You have like a little bump already. And I was like, I don't think you're supposed to have a bump at eight weeks. He's like, eh, maybe you're just bloated or whatever, you know. And we both like shrug it off as if nothing so we're at this scan. I'm, again, a hot mess. I'm always a hot mess. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find moments where, I mean, okay, yes, and in work and wedding mode and event planner mode, I'm super in control. But for the rest of my life, I'm pretty sure I'm just like a hot mess. So I'm like laying there like a hot mess and the lady's trying to do the ultrasound and I'm like holding my breath, which is not what you should be doing, by the way, if you're pregnant at all. <laughs> so I'm like holding my breath, waiting to hear this heartbeat of this baby. Um, and all of a sudden I hear it and I was so relieved, like tears came out of my eyes. I don't I didn't even expect it, but I was just so relieved that there was baby, you know, and I can tell that, you know, my, my husband right away, he, he gets up, he starts like, you know, rubbing my arm or my leg, I can't remember what he was because I'm laying on this bed thing, um, and to comfort me, and I'm just like, okay, baby's there, like, you know what I mean, again, you don't feel them, you don't nothing, you don't see them, but again, I did have that little bump, so I was like wondering what that was, so all of a sudden, you know, I cannot see this ultrasound screen, by the way, as they are doing it because you're laying flat back and they're more or less like by your chest. So you can't really see the screen as well as you would like to, or as you would think you would. Um, but I know that David can see it. I know his mom can see it. And all of a sudden I see his mom take out her glasses and put them on. And I'm like, oh, she guess she couldn't see the screen that well and she wanted to see the baby. So she puts that on and then the ultrasound tech girl looks at me 
And she goes, hey, have they um, checked you for your hormones yet? And again, first time mom, already nervous, tears in my eyes. I'm freaking out all over again. I'm like, no, why? Is there something wrong? And she looks at me dead in the face and she goes, no, but you're having two. And yes, you all heard that silence? That is the exact same silence that was in that room at that moment. I started to ugly girl cry, not just cry, ugly girl cry. Hardcore, crying, not sure what I was doing or what was happening. I look over when I finally like look over, David's like by my legs and I look at him and he's pale, just pale, in shock, hasn't said a word. And if again, you know him, that is not like him. He always has something to say. So the fact that he's quiet, pale, I'm crying, and my mother-in-law, I knew she had put on her glasses for something. She's crying, but she's crying out of happiness. I see her reaching for a tissue, and she's just so happy with this beautiful big smile on her face. <laughs> Super excited <laughs> to find out that there were two in there. And the doctor comes in and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, there's two. Like, I'm pale. And all I, I think all I did was put up two fingers, guys. I don't even think I said anything. And he was like, oh, you're having twins. That's great. You're like our, I don't know, whatever, how many set of twins he had, he had had in the last few weeks. You know, like if, oh, it's fine. It's normal. This is what happens. And I had to go to a work meeting after after this appointment and so I have to leave I say bye to my mother-in-law and, and to my husband and I'm like walking outside of the hospital and I call my best friend Karina she's the first person I call I call her I call her three times I know she's in a meeting she was like in a conference and I call her three times she picks up on the third time she was hey I'm in the conference and I was like I know but I was gonna call you until you answered because I had to tell you we're having two and she's like, you're doing what? You're having what? And I was like, yeah, twins, twins. You heard me. There's two. There's two in there. There wasn't supposed to be two in there, but there's two in there. And I don't know what I'm going to do because there's two in there. And then you, do you know what it is to do with two? Like, how do I do with two? There's two twins. How do I do that? Like two kids. I don't know how to do it with two kids. And so I took a deep breath because that's what she told me to do. And she was like, you got this. You've always done everything that God has put in your path or something similar like that and she gives me some like a like a pat in the back and, and sends me on my way because she has to go back to her conference and I'm just like have you ever just like been in shock or you're just not even sure you're like you're doing things but you're just in shock that's pretty much how I was all day so I go to my work meeting on the way I probably I probably tell my grandmother oh my sister, her mom, things like that. Like, I'm just like telling like just random people freaking out. You know what I mean? And then when I finally have some time, I realize I need to prep for two kids because all the research I had done, which really wasn't that much because, you know, again, I didn't start looking until probably two or three weeks before that. But all the research I had done and things that I had looked at was for one kid. Two kids was like a completely different ball game. And, and it really is. It's like, a completely different ball game from having a singleton to having <laughs> twins. 
and all the stuff you need and I just everything changes and I just sat there and I was like I looked at my husband that night and I was like how the hell are we gonna take care of two and I will tell you that that's the one question that I have asked this whole entire pregnancy to him every once in a while I'll just look at him and say how the hell are we gonna take care of two I have no idea. And so I ended up getting this book. I was like doing some research, saying what was the best. And it's What to Do When You're Having Two. And by Natalie Diaz. And she's amazing. She founded Twiniversity, it's what it's called. And it's just to help moms like me that have no idea what they're going to do with two kids. <laughs> and it has been such a helpful book uh, for me to just understand what I need in terms of items and how you do things and how you just handle things with two kids versus one. And if you have help, if you don't have help, like what's the best car seat? What's the best stroller? What's the best this? What's the best that? What are the things you need two of and what are the things you don't need two of? Like all of those things. It's just so, 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 so intense. And so... Um, I just, you know, kept doing research. And then at that point, David was like, yeah, I think we're going to need a bigger house. And I remember looking at him and saying, yeah, it might not, might not be a bad idea. And he's like, how are you going to get down the stairs with two kids? And I think we had asked that in front of like a group of friends or a group of adults or something. We're adults, I know, but you know, older than us is what I consider adults. I'm not sure I consider myself an adult. Does that happen to you guys? That happens to me, I feel like, all the time. I don't really consider myself an adult. Um, people older than me, though, those are adults. And we had said, how do we, you know, how are we going to do it? Like, go down the stairs with two kids. And somebody was like, you don't. You have to go down the stairs with one, secure the one upstairs, and secure the one downstairs, and go back upstairs to grab the second one and come back down. And I was like, that sounds impossible, like miserable. Like, how, how do you do that? And I remember David looking at me, he goes, you're not doing that. We're not, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so house hunting obviously was a big, was a big thing on his to-do list at that point. Um, and then it came time to start figuring out our genders. And I remember throughout the process, before we found out there were two, so in that, when we found out we were pregnant for five weeks to that first scan, eight weeks, I would rub the right side of my stomach and I would, and I, and I would just kind of rub the belly and the baby and, you know, trying to feel some sort of connection, you know, with the baby. And I remember looking at David one day and saying, um, babe, this is a boy. And he always thought, as did I, that we would have a girl. Um, that was just, I'm not sure why, but that was always like when we talked about having kids, we always talked about, for whatever reason, we always assumed we were having a girl. And he... Um, he, he, he wants both. He doesn't, it's not like he truly is, <laughs> doesn't love, um, our son, but he was just always thought like he was going to get stuck with girls because of, you know, the life that he lived with girls <laughs> before he met me, of course. Right. Um, so he was like, no, God's going to give me girls. Like, that's just what I'm going to have. And that's okay. And so, um, I remember looking at him and telling him, no, the baby's a boy. And he's like, how do you know that? And I was like, I really don't. But I get this feeling every time I rub my belly that the baby's a boy. Then we find out that there's two. And then he looks at me. He's like, well, now what do you think they are? And I was like, it's so funny because I had only ever rubbed the right side of my belly and never the left side. 
So I take a few days to like rub my left side and see if I feel like anything, some sort of connection, anything with the left side of my belly. And I remember looking at him and saying, I think this is your girl. I'm a little uncertain. I felt a little uncertain. I, was, I felt much more certain about the boy. But I felt a little certain about the girl. And I, I looked at him and I said, I think this is the girl, this one over here. And he's like, again, how do you know? And I was like, I really don't, but this is what I can tell you that I feel. And so the gender reveal comes. They have to... and. When you have twins or you're over the age of 35, you're a high-risk pregnancy. So you go and you see a high-risk doctor on top of your regular doctor, uh, your regular OB. And the high-risk doctor has so much cooler equipment and ultrasound machines. Um, so it was, it's a much um, cooler experience in the sense because you get to really see your babies versus at the OB you don't always um, get to see them as clearly on their ultrasound machines. So... <laughs> So we're, um, it's time to do the blood work, which you get to do, um, included in your insurance, thankfully, um, for the sexes. You don't have to wait, you know, I think it's week 16, maybe week 20. I have no idea when you find out the normal sexes through ultrasound because we did the blood work. So I'm super excited about this blood work. I'm like, yeah, take my blood. I've never been more excited. <laughs> Wanting to know the, the genders of my two little babies. And the results come back inconclusive. <laughs> and I was like, no. So we have to push back the gender reveal party because they have to do this blood work again because they did it a little too early. Like the babies were still too small to be able to determine the sexes. So we do it again and we have the results. And my sister calls in every day for like a week until they finally give her the results of these babies. And I have this crazy vision that I want this gender reveal to be our families, just our, what we would consider our immediate family, which by the way, for us was 50 people. Um, so our closest, closest family and friends. Um, and I wanted it to be the, well, originally I would have wanted to have been confetti, but the venue that we selected for us did not let us do confetti because obviously confetti can be very messy. So we did like those powder um, thing. So it looks like a confetti cannon, but what's inside is powder and it dissipates in the air. It was probably better that way because, again, there was no cleanup, which was awesome. Um, but I imagined everybody in, like, white um, and then jeans because I figured that was easy. And I was all in white, and I wanted this, like, reveal to be all this powder in the air. And I wanted everyone to have this smoke cannon, as I like to call it, and I wanted to just be this big explosion in the air, and I had this crazy vision, and my sister was like, this is insane, like, you cannot give everybody a smoke gun, the smoke cannon, like, they're expensive, and I was like, no, this is what I want, you know, I had this thought of this one picture in my head, and so I told her, I said, it has to be coordinated, because if they are different sexes, it would be cool if one side, like my side had one baby and my husband's side had the other baby. If they're the same sexes, then everything above us will be the same color. But if they're different, then it will be half and half. So it'd be really cool. So she gets in with my idea. She's slightly extra and crazy like I am. So now we're at the gender reveal day. I'm like super pumped to find out the sexes. And if you have seen the photo, then you saw that my vision <laughs> did become a reality. Um, and we had my side opened up baby A, my husband's baby B, and we had our little girl on the left, um, which is exactly where I thought she was, 
uh, in the pink smoke gun, and then his uh, hat opened up Baby B, which was the monstrous blue one. And it is such a beautiful picture and memory. And I know everybody would have been happy either way, but of course, having one and one, everyone was ecstatic <laughs> about this about these results. And it was just a, just just a really fun uh, and beautiful day to really celebrate um, us and our babies. And all of this, thankfully, happened before um, COVID-19, the coronavirus, so we were really able to enjoy it as well as our baby shower. Um, our baby shower theme, I wanted it to be something super fun and crazy uh, and different. A lot of the themes for baby showers are like two peas in a pod and twinkle, twinkle, and all these themes that were just not me. Again, if you know us, we love to dance, we love to party, we love to have a really great time with our friends and family. And so the theme of our baby shower, as I mentioned earlier, was make mine a double. And you can go check it out on our Instagram at canal.twins. I posted some photos on there as well as on my actual work Instagram EBJ events. Um, and it was just amazing. Everything was black and white, kept it super classic with greenery and gold accents. Um, and it was just a party to remember. Started at 7 p.m., ended at 2 a.m. It was insane. Confetti cannons, jello shots, which of course I had none. Aguardiente, which is a Colombian liquor, was also being passed around somehow. We had a Colombian band there. We had some Ora Loca, which is some uh, crazy hour dancers there as well. Uh, I mentioned the confetti cannons because that was the craziest part. CO2 guns cold sparks on the floor, the DJ. I mean, this was a party to remember, guys. And it was, again, such an amazing experience. And I'm so glad we got to have it because we've been on lockdown since then. <laughs> and it was uh, just, like I said, just an amazing experience to be able to celebrate our twins. And, and that's, again, that's been the last thing we've been able to do. And it was nice because I'm not sure that we'll be able to do anything, you know, for a while, especially with the kids and the virus kind of going around. But we have prepped for their arrival. We are just super excited for them to arrive and to meet them. And we moved in this whole entire process. Being pregnant and moving was not exactly what I expected it to be. I am very much exhausted, but I'm so thankful for our friends and family that have helped us move as much as possible throughout this madness um, and help us get settled into this house and get everything ready for these two babies to arrive. Um, as most of you might know, we have selected two names with the letter A, my husband's side of the family. Um, they all go by the name Alejandro. That is their, almost like their family name. My husband's name is David Alejandro. My father-in-law's name is uh, Jose Alejandro. The grandfather's name was Alejandro. And so our baby's name, of course, is Alejandro David or Alejandro David. Uh, so opposite of my husband um, and our baby girl's name is Ariela, Ariela, uh, Victoria. And that's what uh, we've kind of decided. So we're super excited for their arrival. And I cannot wait to show you guys these two gorgeous babies that are coming into our life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to chat with you guys soon. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to our next episode and follow my craziness on Instagram at ebjevents and at canal.twins. I promise you, something's always happening.